0: Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is O.J. tokes
1: Hello, how you doing? Welcome again to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. My name is O.J. tokes and uh, thanks for listening to the program. Um, if you happen to be in the Houston area on July 25th, I'll be having my while you're a single service. You are invited. You can come. You can bring a friend or two. Um, if you'd like more information about that, um, go to my website, the ministry website, ojtalksministries.org, and you'll get more information. That's July 25th. Um, it will be at Houston Baptist University in the facility known as Dylan 1. That will be July 25th. For more details, go to ojtalksministries.org and click On the While You Are Single logo. All the same, thank you for joining the show again. Last time I began to tell you how um, it took me 37 plus years to marry the person God had for me. She is the only person I've ever dated. She is the only person um, I've married by God's grace. (laughs) And... uh, From the time that I rededicated my life to Christ, the time that I said, okay, God, I want to do things your way for real, about 18 years. That's what it took me to wait for the person God had for me. The waiting process, I went through a pruning. I went through a process. I had to grow up and learn a few things, um, all of which I I try to share through the podcast and through the While You're a Single services, and I encourage you to check them out whenever you get a chance or if you happen to be in Houston and stuff like that. But that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to just, you know, share all I've learned to um, inspire you to find a for God's purpose for your life, as well as to prepare singles for wholesome relationships. All the same, I have waited, and I know that it can be... Um, discouraging you know when you're waiting a long time Uh, for those that you know if you're listening and um, your relationship with God is not where it needs to be I want to encourage you to reconsider and really take God seriously because you know what God does not lie Um, the first podcast if you didn't hear that I highly encourage you to listen to it the first podcast the March 31st uh, 2014 podcast delight in the lord i highly encourage you to listen to it and i want to refer to what i said in that podcast i said i quoted psalm 37 verse 4 where it says delight in the lord and he will grant you the desires of your heart so if marriage is a desire in your heart um, god will grant that to you however there's a prerequisite there's a condition and that condition is the delight in the lord And to delight means to be soft and pliable in God's hands. When you're soft and pliable in God's hands, like Adam was soft and pliable in his hands, uh, God can bring your mate to you. So I had to be soft and pliable in God's hands for uh, technically 18 years, and I'm still being soft and pliable in his hands. It's not easy, but God knows best. And you do that, and you position yourself to receive um, the person, as well as every other thing that he has for you. Nevertheless, you might be listening and saying, God, or you might be listening and saying that's hoax. Um, I'm already soft and pliable in his hands. I'm serving him for a long time, and I want to say I want to encourage you. Just keep waiting, keep trusting, keep believing God. I know that waiting can be daunting sometimes. I know that it might feel like nothing is happening, but I want to encourage you because sometimes we lose hope and and we don't wait um, like it says in Isaiah forty thirty one, we don't expect, we don't look for, we don't hope in the Lord anymore. We expect, look for, and hope in other approaches and other avenues and other people, and we get disappointed. I want to encourage you not to um, lose hope and not to stop waiting on God because God knows best. Uh, be encouraged. I want to tell you this story. You're very familiar with it about Abraham. In Genesis 15, God begins to talk to Abraham, and Abraham, I believe, is in Genesis uh, uh, 15, verse three and four, and he begins to talk about um, having a son, and and God promised Abraham an heir. Initially, Abraham thought perhaps um, the servant in his household from Damascus, I believe that's Eliezer, will be his heir, will um, will be the person that will um, through which um, Abraham. Uh, will be blessed by God but God said no you will have your own seed and God was referring to Isaac so God gave Abraham a promise um, for Isaac in Genesis 16 verse 3 um, we hear of course of how Sarah tells Abraham to sleep with his maid named Hagar and perhaps uh, the promise that God had for them um, she suggested may come from Hagar but there's a little detail in Genesis 16, 3, that um, some of us may not be aware of. It mentions that Abraham and Sarah had been living in Canaan for 10 years, which suggests that for 10 years after God promised Abraham a son, nothing had happened. Nothing had happened. So 10 years later, Sarah says, you know what? Maybe God meant that this is how it's going to happen. And you might be listening, and you might, you, maybe you can relate with Abraham, or maybe you can relate with Sarah, You knowing that God has given you a promise. Maybe Psalm 37 verse 4 is one of the promises you hold dear to your heart, where God says, delight in me, and I will grant you the desires of your heart. And you feel like you've been serving God for a long time, and uh, getting married is a desire of your heart. And you've been waiting and waiting for this thing to come to pass, and nothing is happening. Like Sarah and Abraham, it's very easy to begin to reason that, you know, maybe I need to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe I need to put myself out there. Maybe I need to do this and and do that. And God hasn't told you anything. God never told Abraham or Sarah to go through Hagar. He just said, I got a promise for you. He didn't give any more details. And sometimes God doesn't give details. He just wants you to wait. Trust him with all your heart and not lean on your understanding. But when it takes so long, sometimes we begin to lean on the very understanding we're not supposed to lean on. And what happens? People begin to look for other avenues to go into relationships, to acquire the promise from God. So what happens when Abraham and Sarah decide to go ahead of God because it seemed like it was taking long. They end up with Ishmael. I believe it's in Genesis 16 verse 12 where we're told that an angel told Hagar, Ishmael's mom, that Ishmael would be a wild man. He would be like an untamed donkey. He's gonna fight everybody and everybody's gonna fight him. In essence, it's gonna bring trouble. So God promises Abraham and Sarah, a son who they eventually got named Isaac. Isaac means laughter. But prior to them getting their laughter, they ended up with trouble. They ended up with chaos. Ishmael represents trouble. That's my emphasis. When we go ahead of God. In trying to get a relationship, which is my emphasis here. This is while you're single, I'm dealing with singles, especially those that want to be in a relationship. When you go ahead of God, knowing fully well that when you trust Him, rely on Him, and you're soft and pliable in His hands, He will grant you the desires of your heart. And if a desires for marriage, God will bring that to you. But if you don't wait on God's timing, and wait and trust God to do all He needs to do, what happens is a lot of people get tired, and just go ahead of God and make things happen for themselves. And they end up with trouble. Isaac came later. Laughter came later, but they went through trouble, so to speak. Why do we bring trouble in our lives instead of the laughter that God wants to bring to us? When we don't wait on God's time and we end up with trouble instead of the joy and the laughter he wants to bring to us. Isaac, when Isaac was born, Ishmael was 13 years old. If you're familiar with the Jewish tradition, there's something they call Bar Mitzvah. And it has to do with when a young man is considered an adult. 13 years old. So we suggest That could it be that had Ishmael, had Abraham and Sarah not gone with the plan to have Hagar as the source of their child, had Abraham not slept with Hagar, could it be that Isaac could have come earlier? Is it possible? Because the fact that he went into Hagar and they gave birth to Ishmael, you've brought Ishmael into your life. You got to take care of Ishmael. God has a promise for you. God cares for Abraham. But the fact is Abraham has brought Ishmael into the picture. He needs to be taken care of. Could it be that those 13 years that Abraham and Sarah, or Abraham in particular, had to take care of Ishmael, could it be that that would not have been necessary had they not brought Ishmael into the world? Could it be that within those, those 13 years that Isaac could have come But the fact that they brought Ishmael into the picture, then they need to take care of Ishmael. I find it interesting that when Ishmael is now 13, which suggests he's a man, then Isaac comes in, suggesting that, okay, he's a man. He can take care of himself. Now you can have another kid. Sometimes we bring things into our lives because of impatience. And while God loves you and he cares about you and he wants to bless you, God is like, there's the situation that has come into your life. That needs to be addressed. It can't just go away. You gotta manage the situation. And God can determine when the situation is at a point where it can it can be managed by itself. It will not interfere with what he has for you. And sometimes, because of those situations, it takes longer than it needs to. All the same, I wanna encourage you to wait. I'm I'm thinking about Adam right now. In uh Genesis. Chapter 2, verse 18, God says it's not good for man to be alone. God says, I will make him a helper comparable to him. Some translations say I'll help meet for him or a helper suitable for him. Then in Genesis 2, 19, the Bible says from the dust of the ground, God creates all the animals, of the, all, the, all the beasts of the fields and all the birds of the air, and he brings them to Adam to see what Adam will call them and whatever Adam called them, so they were. And in Genesis 2.20, talks about how Adam was giving names to all the animals. But for Adam, the last part of Genesis 2.20 says, But for Adam, there was no helper found comparable to him. And I'm beginning to scratch my head and wait, wait a minute. Something is off here. In Genesis 2.18, God already said, It's not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. God did not say I will find him a helper comparable to him because God already knows there's nobody present for Adam at that point in time. Yet, the last part of Genesis 2.20 says, but for Adam, there was no helper found comparable to him. When somebody says that something wasn't found, that means something is being looked for. Well, we know that God is not looking for anyone for Adam because God did not say he will look for somebody for Adam. God said he will make somebody for Adam because the person that was best for Adam at that point in time did not exist. God said he was going to make someone for Adam. Let us know that whoever was looking for something, it definitely wasn't God. And I seriously doubt the animals were looking for anything because they already had pairs. They already had their counterparts. This suggests, following the context of the verses from Genesis 2 18 to 20, that Adam was looking while he's giving names to the animals. He's looking and he doesn't find anyone that fits him. Maybe you're like Adam. God has given you an assignment because God gave Adam an assignment. God gave him the animals to give them names. And God stepped back and let Adam take care of business. In the process of serving God, Adam was looking. And I'm thinking to myself, if his naming all the animals I'm taking for granted, and I believe that it's all the animals that exist, that's a whole bunch of animals. That's a long time. A long time time serving God waiting patiently and he doesn't see anyone for him maybe you're like Adam you've been serving God a long time you've been fulfilling your assignment and while you're serving the Lord while you're doing what he has called you to do you're looking around like Adam and all you see are animals people that act like dogs, people that act like cats, people that act like goats, people that act like monkeys. And it just makes you more depressed. You're waiting like Adam and all you see around you are animals. That's not very encouraging, is it? But stay tuned to the While You Are Single podcast. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you again next week. Until then, take care and stay blessed.
0: Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Toks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit OJTokesMinistries.org. That is OJTokesMinistries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to OJTokesMinistries.org. you are single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.